Hello and welcome to Plant Pals, the eighth most listened to nature slash natural history podcast in the nation of Colombia in the month of January 2023. I'm your host, Mike. My guest this week is Holly Giard. She is a botanist out of Idaho and one of my best friends from college. So this is a lot of silliness, but also a lot of plants. She does a lot of cool stuff and she's very intelligent. Here we go. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, cool. I will have you introduce yourself however you want. Um, with my name? Yeah, that's probably good. Uh, my name is Holly Giard. I live in um, West Central Idaho in McCall, uh, working on the Payette National Forest. And I am in no way shape or form a representative of the united states forest service <laughs> yeah all, all <laughs> with my new unnamed job these are all opinions of our own we are not affiliated with anything yeah i'm not affiliated with any agency um and if i were i would have to sign a release talking about my position <laughs> i can beep stuff too i think being beeped is the funniest thing yeah um so me. yeah i'll beep stuff Cool. What do you do? Uh, or can you not talk about it? I can talk about it. Um, I just, uh, the Forest Service has this um, organizational template you have to follow when reaching out to the public in any type of way. And it, ne- it needs to follow, it needs to follow said template and it needs to be approved by, I think, the forest supervisor. Which I'm I'll send not it fucking in. doing. I'll send this in. Uh, Give me the rough draft. The, for- the, f- the forest supervisor introduced herself to me for the fifth time yesterday. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've met bosses twice. And, like, yeah, and no. When she when and when she does it, she says, "Who are you?" Damn. Again? Sorry. I'm just like, damn. I'm the only one in the office. And ever. I am. Um, but anyway, I work on the Payette National Forest doing rare plant surveys. Um, we have a lot of local endemics in this area that we survey for in the event that there are populations where forest projects are happening, like timber sales or thinning projects or controlled burns or anything like that. Uh, However, the Payette National Forest is predominantly a recreational forest, which is pretty dope. Um, But all of my work is still in timber sale areas for the most part. I feel like no one in my life really understands what I do. Not that I'm that good at explaining it. No, that's how you spelled it out. I know exactly more or less what you do. Yeah. Cool. Um, so let's let's bring it back. We met in college. We met in college in what? Transha by D. Yes. And I had my Hawaiian and I, shirt. Yeah, and I complimented it. Yeah. And the rest is history. And now we're doing a podcast eight years later. Then what happened? Then you went to Alaska. Oh, and no, you, in college, you moved into our building. Oh, yeah. And lived in the caged room. I did, because I was on the sub-first floor. I feel like I, I lost a lot of college memories. 
I just blocked them out. Well, I, I, blocked I, out was, too much. I was stealing them all from my basement with the one window, <laughs> <laughs> with the no heater in the winter. <laughs> and I remember we were at a party once, and you peed around the corner of the house, and you just kind of, like, sat in the dirt. And I said, you're in the dirt. You went, it's not dirt, it's soil. And I was like, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> the rest was history. Best friends. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so you did a double major, right? Um, I did a double degree, um, in natural resource conservation and plant and soil science. So where did the fish come in or the mussels? The mussels? Oh, I, so I was working, um, I started a work study position, uh, sophomore year in an aquatic ecology lab. And it was, we would just go out in the Berkshires and sample for mussels every weekend and like. October and it was so much fucking fun um just snorkeling and so I just stuck with it and I was in the honors college just for the scholarships and I didn't want to do a thesis I was just going to drop it um my senior year because I felt like it was going to be too much work and then I was still in the lab and like going to the lab meetings and uh someone else in the lab was doing their thesis and presenting on it and I was like that looks so easy (laughs) Uh, so I did one on the effects of annual winter lake drawdowns on muscle populations and the consequences for water, water quality. How did you get into that? Like, how did you find that opportunity? Um, I had options on what I, like, I, what I could have done, um, but since I was working in the lab for so long and just working with muscles and this, this one PhD student, Jason Carmignani, um, it, it just felt like the, the easiest place to take off from there. Like I, I already had so much knowledge about the research and the data collection that I could piggyback off of his project and then add my own piece to it, which was the effects on water quality. Yeah, it was so hard. I don't understand how people go to grad school for their doctorates. I just did, I just did an honors thesis in my undergrad and it wore me to the bone. That, what was it? I don't remember the name of the lab, but we took a mycology lab that like a 500 degree, no, a 500 level like graduate student level course and it was taught by oh mycology yeah who i mean we don't have to out him because he's not a listener but he's still alive but he was the most space case like tested all the philosophies himself kind of guy oh i loved him he was so fucking he would (laughs) he would take his glasses off and leave the room for like 15 minutes (laughs) and come back with a cup of coffee and then spend another 15 minutes looking for his glasses well he'd come back in with his coffee and then look at us all sitting there like what and he'd be like oh shit (laughs) when did you guys get here (laughs) i i loved him he wrote me one of the best letters of recommendation i've ever gotten oh i didn't realize he did that for you that's cool um yeah i took i uh before we took that class together, I had a bunch of classes with him. Uh, oh, because he taught Just entomology on... too, right? Well, I never or took entomology. diseases, um, whatever the fuck. Yeah. I took a lot of plant pathology classes with him. And nemat- nemato- I mean, nematology. Ah, that's right. You're into nematodes. You taught, you're the one who taught me that it's, it's nematodes, not nematodes. Nematodes. Yeah. Nematology was, like, 
it was fascinating, but we, I'm trying to think of our lab hours, at least like eight hours a week, just staring into a microscope, um, at little worms. And I would have dreams of worms, like burrowing out of my eyes. Oh God. That's a recurring thing on this podcast is animals burrowing out of people's bodies. Oh, like Richard's bot fly? Yeah, I still get texts about that. <laughs> I want to see imagery. Ugh, I'm so good on that. Because it's going to be like a bullet hole sized wound, right? Like it's a animal coming out of you. Yeah. I, I, I can't wrap my mind around how skin stretches like that. Or like even when people have giant blackheads i can't talk about this too much because i'm wrong <laughs> but <laughs> like when you have giant blackheads like how does the skin just form a crater sorry all right uh, from college you then went to alaska yeah um my june the summer of my junior year i did an sea position in ketchikan um as a fish and wildlife tech which was so fun. Um, Ketchikan is kind of a dump. It smells like diesel. It's like it's like the cruise ship epicenter of the universe. Oh, that's where everyone goes and like docks. Yeah, and yeah, it, it's, it doesn't. It just doesn't feel like an authentic city. It oh, just feels God. like a cruise a cruise ship city. So it's not like real um, Alaska, you know. It's not like real Alaska, but all of my work wasn't on the island. It was on the surrounding islands. So like I would either take float planes or boats every morning. It was so fun. It was so fun. Um, that wasn't the Goshawk survey summer, was it? I started that summer doing Goshawks. And then after that season passed, I started working with stream crew, mapping streams. Um but that season was relatively short because I had to go back to school. And then after senior year, I went to Petersburg, Alaska, like two days after we graduated. And then I was a wildlife tech there doing primarily goshawk surveys goss when that season hawk. was up. Goss? Not gosh. Goss. Goss. Goshawks. Yeah, that's crazy. You ever smoke DMT? <laughs> Monkeys did. That's why we're here. <laughs> so you goshawks and stream surveys. Yeah. Um, which was so fun. I remember but <laughs> I remember being in the field with my boss and asking him about the plants around us. Um, just on in like everyday surveys, just asking him what he knows, and he was just like, You have a real job here. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and it was like at that moment, I was just like, I'm not a fish bro or a bird girl. Plant person, plant pal. Yeah. Bam, there it is. Yeah, plant pal. I remember in, well, in college, um, when I got the degree in plants, it was just because I really liked them. I was like, oh, I don't, I don't want to make this a career because I enjoy it too much. I don't want to ruin it. Mm -hmm. And then I ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, can you explain as an insider how USA Jobs works? Yes, essentially. Um, uh, USA Jobs, you, what you want to do is when you get to the questionnaire at the very end, um, 
you want to wait to upload your resume. You want, you want to highlight the questions in that questionnaire and then work them into your resume and just reword them a little bit so it doesn't sound like a question. Um, because when these are sent to Albuquerque, they're just sent to HR and people who control find questions like throughout your resume. And so it's not computers, um, it's an actual person's eyeball. It, I, it could be either or. Um, there's there's no difference because none of them know anything about the type of work that we do. <laughs> it's just... Uh, so the the closer your wording is on the on your resume to the questionnaire itself and to the job description given on USA Jobs, the more likely your application is going to get sent to the hiring manager and then, then you could get an interview. Um, that being said, yeah, if you do anything once you're an expert... I still get wary sometimes because they started threatening you with jail. Um, what is the charge? <laughs> it's like I don't I don't know. It's because if if you lie, their their reasoning yeah the reasoning is if you lie and then this goes higher up and people are processing your application but you're not qualified, you're wasting people's time oh, and you're wasting tax dollars. I wish that was an arrestable offense. That'd be fucking sheriff of the town. <laughs> but, um, yeah, do it anyway. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's like st- like streaming illegal UFC fights. They can't catch all of you. <laughs> you wouldn't download a job application. <laughs> <laughs> so it was just Alaska until a certain southern hemisphere nation you went to, right? Well, it was a la- wait. No, it was Alaska and then I um, it was Hawaii. had an yeah, I had an internship in Hawaii Volcanoes National Park as a restoration and ecology intern doing um, silver sword restoration. That was part of it. Um, there was a fire on Mauna Loa caused by someone's catalytic converter. And I forget, it was like 5,400 acres, I think. So my job was raking the forest <laughs> because uh, the, the, what survived were koa trees. And um, koa trees, they're not leaves. I think it's a modified petiole that drops and the, the leaves are so thick that the leaf litter is so thick and it, it's difficult for things to sprout through the leaf litter. So we would have to go in and rake it and then sow native seed that we would collect. Um, I've never been so happy in my life <laughs> than working there. But I also had days where I was just in the greenhouse, um, like potting up seedlings or... Um, what else did I do? We, there was, there are special reserves for their rarest plants that have like cages around them. Cause they have, they have wild boars and wild dogs and shit. Um, and, and the, in these reserves, we would go out and plant like some of the rarest plants in the world. And my heart just felt so full, but that, um, my mind was taken off that because we'd also have to change all the rat traps near, <laughs> <laughs> near all of the plants. Um, we'd have to put some new chocolate in them. and Use chocolate? So the, the rat traps are like good nature traps, and you put chocolate on the inside, 
and rats stick their heads up and then they get like a like a cattle pin. <laughs> like a cat like a like a cattle bolt. Like fucking no country blasted. for old men, just boom. Yeah. Just blasted through their skull. And then so there ends up being a pile of rat bodies at the bottom and you have to brush them out of the Jesus. way. Jesus. Um and then refill it with chocolate and then you can plant your little plant. Uh-huh. Um yeah, that was a blast. I thought it was going to be like and... Dobby in the glue trap. <laughs> I dream about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then after Hawaii, I got a job with it's this forest service research program called PIBO, which is Pack Fish and Fish Biological Opinion. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, I remember that too. Yeah, that that job was that was my job where I had the eight six schedule, and um, the focus of that program is they have all of these streams throughout the Columbia Basin that have been that have been monitored for the past twenty years. Um, so a, a botany technician and then two stream technicians, um, unless you were a super crew, would go to these designated streams and the stream technicians would do whatever the fuck stream monkeys do. And then, uh, I, I would get like a full riparian inventory along the reach. You were doing like like Salix hybrids and shit, right? That was no joke. Yeah. I remember. (laughs) And that was my first summer, um, in the Intermountain West too. So I, I didn't know anything. Um, I didn't know any of these plants. Um, and my job was to ID them and then to collect vouchers of plants that I wasn't positive about. So on each stream, I'd have like 50 fucking vouchers because also I didn't know how to identify grass. I know I'm starting to sweat. (laughs) I'm like, I've really put off grass until it's the final hour professionally. Oh my God. I did a grass ID workshop last year where we just did it for um, like two days straight. And and this was in um, Eastern Oregon. And in in Eastern Oregon, in this classroom, like 30 miles off a main road, like in the middle of fucking nowhere, no service, no Wi-Fi. I don't know. I guess that's the only way these nonprofits can rent a room. But um, it, it was so much fun because when you're with a grass expert, and you're going through a key, you can ask them like exactly what it means. And, and then, and then it's like, you never have that question again. Yeah. I had to teach myself a bit of it for a certification I was taking and like, it stuck because it's just such a different, like, what's the word? Physiological, whatever. Like grass is just such a different plant than everything else. (laughs) Yeah. Like the, the terminology is different. there's so many different parts um and everything fucking looks the same we would be driving with this woman and she could she could id grass like from the car she and then we'd pull over and pick it up so we so we could id it as a class but i don't think i'll ever be like that because that's a little bash it uh do you remember that was when we had met up when i was working in western montana right and you just like I didn't have service for like three days and I was at a gas station. It's like, where are you at? Oh yeah. So like, I didn't, I didn't think you were going to make it at rock Creek until you pulled up at dusk. 
And then... (laughs) (laughs) I know exactly what you're going to say next. Well, I don't know if you remember this, but we we both had to shit. Yes. Yes. Okay. (laughs) And we couldn't find the vault toilet, so we did a little cat hole, and then we walk out, and the vault toilet's right there. (laughs) Uh, And we did a beer spray on us. Oh, God, yeah. And And then your crewmates caught, like, 15 trout. We cooked them all up, and then we got, like, we had a couple of drinks, and then just ate all these fish, and then, like, passed out, and then in the morning I woke up, and there was literally just fish skeletons around my tent. I was like, this fucking grizzly bear country! (laughs) Yeah, like, like 20 fish skeletons around the fire, around everybody's tents, a half-eaten pie (laughs) on the the picnic table. Soggy, (laughs) half-broken cigarettes. We were the bad guys in that situation. (laughs) I know. And the Carlo Rossi was in the bear container. <laughs> well, thank God we had the wherewithal to save the fucking dump line. I I had a lot of fun that night, but I remember that I probably ruined everyone else's night because I was like, what's the worst thing you've ever done? I remember that specifically because I was like, why is she doing this? <laughs> but then it's also like you've done that at every gathering I've ever been to you with. And it actually, you're always like, no, it gets people talking. <laughs> it does get people talking. But there's always one guy who's, um, like, they, like, do that thing, and they're, like, they just tell you the most horrific thing possible, and you're, like, I don't want to be near you anymore. And she's, like, dude, you you, you didn't have to. <laughs> it, it gets people talking, and I also, I can't stand small talk. I'm, I'm sure a lot of people are like that, but it's, like, my brain You just want to talk about the like galaxies that. and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I want to talk about what your Tumblr was like in 2014. Good lord. I love small talk. I'm literally obsessed with the weather. Please let me talk about the weather. <laughs> um, but the more time I spend on the internet, the more I realize that me asking people what the worst thing they've ever done upon meeting them is some sort of trauma response that I have. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but that's how I stopped... That. I stop re- I stop reading after that. <laughs> <laughs> Just slam the left. Shut up. <laughs> so Idaho. No. What, you were in Idaho, yes. Yes. So I was based in eastern Idaho in Ledore. Um, this bumfuck town. Just like sixty minutes, I guess an hour, <laughs> an hour south of uh Salmon, Idaho, which is dope. Um Ledore, it's right in the middle of the Lemhi Range, which is absolutely gorgeous. Um, most of Idaho's rare plants are in southeastern Idaho. And, uh, but the town of Ledore would, they would, they could weed out who Forest Service people were because they had one bar in town that had a life-size puppet of Obama oh, yeah. hanging from a noose. I remember that. And, and if they didn't stay... Like, um, if somebody saw that and was like, actually, I don't want to be in this yeah. space. <laughs> They're just like, yeah. Yeah, weeding out the liberals. But I, I, I never went. I saw it on Google. Oh, you never so, went to that? I thought you had walked in one no. night. Like, I'll get a beer. What the fuck? No, no. A few, a few people who are in the bunkhouse I was in with went and were fucking traumatized. Yeah, dude. That's like, incredibly fucked like, up. It's didn't like, you, didn't you Google this town before you showed up? <laughs> It's the first thing on the images. It's no Trigo. That's the last time we saw each other is when you visited me in Montana for 4th of July. Yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ. 
I don't want to think about it. Shout that. out Jerry's Bar and Grill and eight yeah, sh- nine holes. Shout out to the random bar ten miles away who told me where your trailer was because I had no service. No, you went to the wrong spot. You went to the general store up the ways. Um, you were like, "There's one road in town," and then I ended. You drove up- past my trailer like three times. I lived on Ant Flat in Trigo, Montana. I, w- I went somewhere fucking else. I went. Did you like, drive past the dump where it's just 10 dumpsters back to back and then a bear proof fencing? <laughs> I don't remember. I, I just remember walking into a bar and showing a picture of your trailer to these two women, and they were just like, oh yeah, it's on the other road. And they knew, because I, I didn't know those women. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus um, Christ. So that's how I found you, and then had the most fun weekend of my life what was the name in of that Colbridge, town montana colbridge colbridge Col- Polbridge. Polbridge. yeah 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 yeah. god i kicked ass i know it's so fun i want to go back i want to leave that as a memory um, it's like a no that was because if you ever go back like that wasn't as good as the first time yeah i've been back on not fourth of july and it's just like yeah this is what i expect yeah same i went like three weeks later and I was just like, oh, yeah, it's 9 a.m. on a Tuesday. It's not going to be full of drunk people on acid dancing to a live funk band. You remember when we were separated in the crowd and then the band started playing a Wolfpack song and it was like both of our heads just shot up <laughs> like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like gophers <laughs> and found each other? We, we slept next to the vault toilet, like downwind of it. Just woke up covered in spittle and dirt the next day next to a fucking active vault toilet filled with a bunch of goddamn wooks. Like, where am I? I ended up working there a lot that summer. Like, that was my base of operations for, like, two weeks out of that summer. Yeah. It was a trip. It's pretty out there. Yeah. West side of Glacier National Park. Have you ever been to East Side? No, I didn't spend that much time in Glacier that summer because I remember I was doing that uh, dishwashing job on the weekends. To, oh, yeah. to make money to move to New Mexico for three months and then promptly did not do that anymore. <laughs> I ate at that sushi sushi restaurant when as I was oh, eating. Oh, you really went wait, to that? Was that, that was recently, right? Wait, I'm thinking I so I'm I was just thinking of a sushi restaurant in Bozeman. But I did eat at the sushi restaurant that um you worked at Wasabi. and Chris and I were like yeah, Chris and I went to celebrate our engagement. You went there? And it was, yeah, it was, so, we just wanted to get dinner. And it was so fucking loud that I was having, like, an anxiety attack. And then there were two, um, you can cut this out. I don't know how to describe these people, but it's, like, the people who are just, like, hmm, and wear, and wear fedoras and collars sometimes. Oh, Nerds. Incels. Redditors. Yeah, yeah they're sitting next to two Redditors. So <laughs> they were making me awfully uncomfortable. Man, hey, it could have been one of the many meth people that filtered in and out of that place on a given day. Yeah. Outside, so Chris lived in Kalispell outside of his apartment. Um, well, it was adjoined to a church. And there there were so many homeless people. His apartment was attached to a church? Yeah. It. It was weird. It was a cement box. Yeah. It's kind of um, and it smelled fucking terrible. But there's there's so many homeless people out there and I, I I don't understand how they survive the winters. Yeah, that's a good point. Up there. I have no idea. But the the church would give hot meals every night. Oh, that's good. Um But anyway. 
So, from Idaho, what happens next? From Idaho, then I do a tree planting job in New Jersey, northern Pennsylvania, as I normally do. You're the fastest. That wasn't Um, the same job, but you were on a podcast before because you're the fastest tree planter, like, in the West, right? Someone broke my record. (laughs) (laughs) Someone broke my record so bad that I'm not even going to try and beat it. I appreciate you being honest. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I... This isn't chronological, but I also um, work as an independent contractor for the Mule Deer Foundation in October in southern Idaho, um, planting sagebrush in mule deer corridors uh, after large fires have happened. And yeah, there was one season where I planted 1,760 sagebrush saplings in a day that's insane which was the most anyone's ever done and then so i go back this year like a week after having covid and a ovarian cyst that's about to fucking blow and someone people are planting over two (laughs) thousand and i'm just like i don't i don't even fucking care you limp over like i I wish i was done (laughs) yeah it's like i have to leave early today to go get an ultrasound (laughs) (laughs) i just prolapsed i have to leave (laughs) um yeah but i i love it i don't i don't know why you like pushing yourself beyond the safe bounds of a body in a day yeah and there must be something on in my upstairs brain i don't know how you have that much sustained energy like self-punishment be damned you can fucking plant a tree (laughs) i yeah that, that is one thing i i wonder if it's just because of how my parents made me and my brother work as kids. Well, it's the PCBs you get tested for every year. Yeah. (laughs) What? The the PCBs made me stronger. (laughs) What was I saying? (laughs) Uh, uh, Planting sagebrush in the fall. Oh, this past season, I got bit by two black widows. What? When? When, so one crawled up my fucking pants. Well, two crawled up my pants. But, no, like, um, what time of the year working? is this? October. Damn. I feel like you would have made that a big deal in the group chat if you weren't... You're good, obviously, but damn. Um. So, yeah, apparently it causes really mild reactions in most people, and by mild, it just feels like your leg is burning uh-huh. all night. Well, I mean, if the, if the major is death, then I guess that's pretty all right. Yeah, and the majority of deaths from Black Widow bites have been in outhouses and the victims have been people with penises because black widows make their nests in the bowls oh. and then and when they sit down in their wiener hangs then it bites bites the wiener on the head um, too yeah and and that's the cause of most 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 deaths and the hypothesis is just because there's so many nerves and black widows have neurotoxins that it just accelerates the effects. Wow. So it's deadlier in the penis. Yeah. So you didn't get bit in but the I penis, like, though? No. I got bit pretty close to where I would have a penis. Damn. And then I thought I thought my planting bags just pinched me. And, um, I'm a norm. So it just burned all... <laughs> it just burned all day. Um, or I thought I was chafing. Like the worst chafe I've ever had. Yeah. But I lived. I just put a cold water bottle on it, on it in just, the middle of the night. That's it? 
Yeah, yeah there's a, nothing else you can do. Isn't there like a fucking anti-venom? Anti-venom? Sounds <laughs> a neurotoxin. I no, there's something. Pe- people were... So, where we were planting... Um, it, it is never like this, but there we were in like three feet of tumble mustard. Whatever the fuck that is. Um, Tortifolia? And there was, Wait. I don't know. I, I don't even know. Scratch that. Um, I didn't. The second half of a name. It's like whenever I go from my real job to planting, it's like any intellectual part of my brain shuts off. And I'm just like, avoid black widows and rattlesnakes. Oh, I typed tortifolia wrong. Cost. And it's, it's, a, it's a disease that makes babies cock their heads all the time. <laughs> so what is tumble mustard? Tumble, I don't know. <laughs> I completely lost yeah, the pot. There. But there were, there was hundreds of people were seeing hundreds of black widows in there. Yeah. Um They used to nest in my door so, frame in New Mexico. It was just kinda like you'd say hi to the black widows and then keep like, you know, it, it was having like about your New Mexico era. Some pig in the web in the corner. <laughs> I forget about your New Mexico era. Yeah. That was a quick little jaunt. That's why I didn't watch uh, Breaking Bad for the longest time. It's like, this is weird, man. I lived there. <laughs> Did you see his house? No, that woman will shoot you if you get near it. Albuquerque sucks also. No offense. <laughs> um, so, okay. Black Widows. But anyway. Um, but after Idaho in 2019, and then after planting trees in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, I did a... Um, work visa in New Zealand on Sam Neill's or, uh, what's it called? Vineyard. Sam Neill being the um, main guy from the OG Jurassic Parks. Yeah. How do you find something like that? So, uh, the man that I was seeing at the time had a friend who had done a work visa on that vineyard the year prior, and he just hooked us up. So we we had secured employment before we got there. Nepo immigrants. But yeah, but you like you can just show up, and there's so many ad jobs for people that that you can you can find shit so easy. Like if I were smarter, I would have gotten a cherry picking job. I would have made so much money. But yeah, I moved to New Zealand um, with a man, a boy. One who shall not Child. be named. Uh, I don't. I don't want to demolish him on the air in the event that he would ever listen to this. But uh, he lives in your town, right? No, he lives. We don't have to dox him. It's fine. Wait, let's cut <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> you shouldn't know that I know where he lives. <laughs> uh, we get there. And like a week in, he breaks up with me, <laughs> and then we're then we're just tied to each other. How, out of how long three of a months. job was it supposed to be? We were we were supposed to be there until May, um, but because of COVID, uh, we had to leave. Like I think it was like March sixteenth or something. I got we were on a five day backpacking trip, and I got out and I was like, oh, I can't wait to check my phone to check the to what's going on with the primaries. Oh, yeah. And then wait, what I, time of the I year was this? This was like first week of March 2020. Yeah, something like that. And then I have a bunch of messages from all of my friends. So just like, get out. <laughs> <laughs> and then eventually someone told me that 
Maggie, my dog got run over by a truck. Oh, yeah. And then she took it like a champ and she was all right. Yeah, she was fine. Fuck, that dog's so weird. She's still a bitch. <laughs> um, but yeah, New Zealand. Um, I wish I could say I had a great time. I mean, that's we I, don't talk on the phone often. That was one of the times you called me at a weird hour. <laughs> it's like, what's yeah, going on? Yeah, we talked on the phone a lot when I was when I was there. Um, I never call anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually thinking about that. I was like, why do I call Mike so much? <laughs> uh, like, I'm glad I did. Damn. But <laughs> uh, yeah, I I don't remember a lot of it because I was in a relatively emotionally abusive state um so i don't remember a lot of it i remember seeing some fucking insane plants but i didn't have the bandwidth whatsoever did you to... see the uh alpine eagle i forget what they're called uh the kia yeah yeah one fucking destroyed his tent i was like let's go <laughs> uh we were doing the kepler track um which is one of the great treks which and also one of the hardest fucking backpacks I've ever done in my life. Um, but yeah, uh, New Zealand has these alpine parrots. I, I think they're called keys um, that are not fucking afraid of humans. Uh-huh. Um, and, and locals tell you to throw rocks at them and like try to hit them. Uh, <laughs> and I, we try not to leave the tent out of sight because of, the parrots but i walked away and then when i came back and then one parrot was destroying his rainfly how big are they what's the size of a normal parrot uh parrot size like crow maybe (laughs) um it's like a raven maybe a little bigger than a raven so like small eagle yeah like a goshawk no bigger than a got way bigger than a goshawk i don't know what a goshawk is is it like an osprey? No, I've never fucking... I never found one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. All those surveys you're doing just turned out negative. <laughs> yeah, I'd never found a single one. God damn. That's why I left the wildlife sect. And then, um, so you got the second to last flight out of New Zealand before they went cold, right? Yep. This is COVID and times then, now. This is shit hitting the fan. Yeah, and then I, then I get I get home... During COVID, I need to quarantine for two weeks at my brother's house after being his grease in... pit, <laughs> where where there's only weed and sink water. To eat. <laughs> I remember you um, sending a picture of like he had like a noodle stuck between his counter and his stove. And you're like, I can't fucking live here. I can't fucking do this. <laughs> it's like whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> yeah, I was in. Um, the worst mental space I've ever been in my life at that point. I lost 25 pounds after being like the same weight my whole life. Don't worry, I gained it back. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, indicating that I'm healthy now. But yeah, I lost 25 pounds. I was in therapy like twice a week. Um, I had to wait two weeks to see my family. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Uh, but... I'm better. Hell yeah. You are better. You're I'm, kicking ass. I'm better now. Mostly. Mostly. I have I have permanent stomach issues. You really? Yeah. From that? Um, I am, It must be from that. 
Like you also eat like you're trying to die. I feel like. What are you talking they about? You used to. Like how? I would just see you housing like cold college pizza at one a.m. as like a part of your like routine. <laughs> well, that's because I didn't know that normal people didn't black out. What? After I didn't alcohol? know. Yeah, no, I that's... would black out every weekend in college. I mean, it's extreme reaction, I... but it's it's a common one. I I but I never talked about it because I thought everybody did. So I don't remember <laughs> probably twenty five percent of my college experience. You blacked out the whole time. Every single time we drink. Oh, cause yeah, you had a bad reaction to your medication, right? Um. Well, I had a bad relationship with Barefoot Rose, <laughs> two liter, and then I started Prozac. Yeah, yeah, the Prozac was fucking. And, and that's when I that's when I found White Claws, and then it was just like. A bad. It was never fun. It was just dizzy. Yikes. Dizzy and pizza in the morning. But I, I eat. I have to eat good now because um, if I don't, uh, I have to wake up in the middle of the night to eat bread and put a hot water bottle on my belly. Really? Why bread? Yeah. It's like... <sighs> so I try to go to the doctors for this and they're just like, keep a food journal you have food sensitivities and i'm like obviously i have food sensitivities for yeah. a reason so you're just hysterical yeah that's like essentially that's what it is like occasionally they'll have me shit in a jar and be like go home <laughs> that's and, just for them though and, it's not a test or anything and, and that's like that's it they don't they don't do an exhaustive panel um so it, it's definitely on me that i haven't advocated for myself more and pushed more but i mean not really doctors are supposed to fucking try to fix you yeah they're supposed to fix me and i just like i can't keep a fucking food journal yeah i did that because i had a high blood pressure in sixth grade (laughs) 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 and so i had to keep a food journal and like three days in, i was like this is bullshit i'm 12 i don't want to do this did they put you on medication no i have like like very low like regular blood pressure whenever i the, you know every seven years when i get a physical they're like you have incredible blood pressure like, yeah squirt out of my eyes like a lizard <laughs> mine is low well mine's mine's good but if i go to the doctors right after i wake up it's low like i'm not even breathing <laughs> your resting heartbeat of 32 <laughs> lance armstrong um okay so what is your favorite plant you have looked for or found in Idaho specifically? What's the mountain range you're in? Um, I mean, I know it's just endless basin and range there, but yeah. So I, I'm surrounded by the like granitics of Adam County. I, I forget the name of the mountain range, blue mountains, perhaps I, cause I, I was looking at a white bark pine map the other day and it was showing like the different mountain ranges and like what their white bark pine populations are going to look like in 80 years. Um, so I, I, I think I'm in the blue mountains, but I'm in, I'm in a really cool spot where, um, like I, I live where the granitics are, but then the Idaho bathless, whatever that means, uh, <laughs> meets up with us and then it turns straight to basalt. Um, that's volcanic, right? Yeah. And it, it destroys my shoes. Oh yeah. Um, but 
let me refer to my you got the whole my thing. favorite plant that I've looked I swear for here. Where to God if you pull out a visual aid? Hey, because <laughs> um, there's our forest has one of the biggest watch lists for sensitive plants that I've ever seen, and it doesn't have to be that way because we we have a botany crew of me and our forest is over a million acres there's no way that i can have every single one of these plants on my radar at all times um i'm getting into i'm getting a crewmate though in a month but um hell's canyon which is the canyon that divides eastern oregon and western idaho fucking amazing um has some really cool endemics which i've looked for like ariognons um we do, we do have rare areognums, but they're not on our watch list. But what is there is um, something called Bartonberry, which is Rubus bartonianus. Uh, it's like a like a thornless raspberry. Excellent. It's it's so cool. It is so pretty. How's it taste? Um, I don't know. I haven't seen them with berries yet. Because you, you can only go to Hell's Canyon. Um, and, I mean, you can go fucking whenever. But... We only would go in April because after April, then it turns into 120 degrees yeah. nightmare. Hell's Canyon. Um, uh, but that is one of them. It's currently being threatened by ever spreading Himalayan blackberry. Mm-hmm. Um, I can see some outside of my house right now. So there's this weird like management gray area where it's just like treating... Himalayan blackberry with herbicides along the Snake River and next to what is even the rank of this plant? A G2S2. Um, Globally rare, state rare? Yeah. Well, I, th- I think S2 means imperiled. Yeah. S- S- S1 is critically imperiled. S2 is imperiled. I don't know. I have no idea how California rankings work. I've never even tried. I've learned, and those are f- <laughs> fucking like weird decoder ring level thing. I don't even like the the global ones. I learned quick and then kind of forgot. But California's is a whole, it's a whole thing. Yeah, it's, it seems awfully overwhelming to me. <laughs> Our, the way plants get ranked in Idaho is I just went to the rare plant conference with which you helped 60 organize people, which I helped organize somewhat. I did a lot of stapling. Um, misspelled some people's names on their poster abstracts. Pam Beasley over here. <laughs> um, yeah, and, and Richard Rackman is my gym. Yeah, <laughs> my my new bestie. Uh, I guess I guess he would be my Dwight because Dwight. And yeah, Pam he's are Dwight. He's absolutely. I'm hoping. I hope he listens Dwight. to this because he's fucking. You're Dwight. Um. But yeah, the the way they rank plants here is, um, like someone in the Idaho Native Plant Society picks up a plant as a project and then presents it at the conference and makes a case for why it should be ranked a certain way, and then you just go, "I." Really. Yep. It's that informal. Yeah, like it, it is insane. The plant to me. shall die. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, it is. It's insane to me, like how different the 
the botany scene here is as opposed to California. I mean, I guess it's a I form mean, of peer review. The... Hmm? I guess it's a form of peer review. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the, the, these are all, and the botanists who go to this rare plant conference are like so esteemed and have controlled the botany scene in Idaho for their entire careers. Um, so it was really cool to be there and just watch it happen and vote on things that I don't know anything about. Um, there was one where I, where I was teetering on nay, uh, <laughs> because, um, Off with one, of the plant, <clears throat> one of the plants that I have surveyed for here in Idaho, um, just outside the Frank church wilderness is Ceanothus prostratus. Um, and we have found documentation that has been planted and like, I would only find it in old roadbeds, like old timber sale roadbeds. <laughs> and I'm just like, this is obviously fucking planted. Um, but whoever was presenting it was making a case that there's like one native population in Idaho and how we should, that, that population should be treated as an S1 and the rest should just go to hell. Yeah. Cause fish populations get treated on a, population to population rarity ranking like each watershed mm -hmm. salmon are considered like oh this is threatened this is least concerned but it's you know the same species quote unquote. yeah <clears throat> um yeah dude i i realize at some point i'm gonna have to admit that some rare plants aren't rare anymore because they're like super good landscaping plants and they've escaped like they were super yeah. local endemics they turned them into garden plants they've then naturalized over a huge range and it's like well they're doing all right. Like, like, um, Monterey Cypress, you know, there's like three natural populations, but it is on every street corner from like Santa Cruz to <laughs> San Francisco. And it escapes regularly out into the wild along roads and stuff. So it's like, cool. it's chilling. Yeah. It's a beautiful plant. It's just like one of those weird things where like if white people showed up like 150 years later or had, you know, interrupted the fire regime a hundred years earlier before they gave a shit about plants, it would have been gone. <laughs> native plant gardening is not a thing in idaho yet well there's their one garden where like somebody had this beautiful like 20 year old native plant garden and then that they sold where, the house i don't know and they sold the house and the new homeowners just mowed it and turned it into like like crabgrass crab. and shit probably they probably had to do it by law yeah HOA to get rid of everything in. good uh i'm sure richard knows about that oh i'm sure i'm sure he Egg um <laughs> yeah i feel like like idaho is on this rampage to just piss everybody off by making native plants illegal bring back firing squads <laughs> yeah oh <laughs> I, let's end on this story how you couldn't work in certain forests because of the secession movements sure um not that i represent any given agency district or forest but one time i was conducting rare plant surveys with um a couple of co-workers uh in early spring in southern idaho well i, I guess we're southern idaho southwestern and we were walking a ridge line just keying plants all day taking pictures of fucking balls of mariza being like oh it's such a beautiful day to be out i'm so happy like what a great way to start the season and then we get back to the office and they're just like <laughs> they're like um you guys can never go back 
Oh, but we got a call today from um, someone who calls themselves the Sovereign Alliance of Idaho saying if they ever see you on that ridgeline again, he will have his sniper ready. <laughs> um, God, has sniper trained and, on you. Which honestly makes me find feel a little bit cool because i know the threat was at me yeah um yes and it's just like you can't kill me bitch (laughs) (laughs) uh so yeah we couldn't go there for the rest of the season and there were there was graffiti all over the forest like sai sovereign alliance of idaho um, but they find they found out it was just one dude who lives <laughs> in his trailer. <laughs> you like, almost like caused another Ruby Ridge because you were looking at plants. <laughs> I know. Fucking uh, Eamon Bundy ran for governor. Uh-huh. <clears throat> and um, it the, this actually gave me the heebie-jeebies because there were there were signs all like everywhere. These white signs with a black QR code that said "Don't vote," like like spray painted. And Did the QR it, code work? It was work? so creepy. Yeah, the QR code would bring you to Eamon Bundy's platform. So don't vote for him or don't vote for anyone but him? I don't know. Um, and I think, yeah, I, I, he might have gone out of this, but... He's the I guy think... that took over that wildlife refuge like 10 years ago for people that don't know. I don't know if it was... I don't... It was I his family. The Wasn't he like them. the patriarch yeah. of it? It's his, it's his family. Um, I... I don't remember all of the names of all those wackos. Um, but that story's fucking crazy. Yeah, it was absolutely Eamon Bundy. Um, the son of Cliven Bundy. I listen, I listened to a podcast on it before, which was really interesting. It's kind of The answer. thing about me and podcasts is that I'll listen to it and then I won't remember a single moment. Oh, and, and just because of, like... The, the Bundys killed someone from Fish and Wildlife, so obviously you have to be wary of seeing the public in the outdoors. And they always have massive fucking guns. And I'm just like, you don't understand how little money I make and <laughs> and how little I contribute to um, this the government that you hate. Yeah. Ass- assuming I work for the government, because I never disclose that. But um <laughs> yeah it, it's just like it, it's really interesting to feel so threatened when you're just fucking looking at books all day and flowers well all right on that lovely note uh is there anything you want people to know about what you're doing or anything you have any events or papers or things are you going to uh, botany 2023 up there um i don't i haven't talked to my supervisor about it yet um, I, I don't know if we have the funding to send us there. And it's also during the height of our onion season. Um, so we'll probably be pretty busy. But on the note of Botany 2023, Richard was telling me that California has this law that prohibits funding for like university students to go to academic events in states with discriminatory laws oh interesting um so it's like say a grad student at uc berkeley or whatever wanted to go to botany 2023 on university money they couldn't they also apparently have laws about funding graduate students in general (laughs) because (laughs) everyone is on strike (laughs) 
Um, is that all universities or is that all schools? No, I've heard about the strikes in LA. The UC system. That's different. That's the teachers union in LA. Um, oh, word. Solidarity. They're on day two. But, Snow um, day. no, the UC California, the UC California, University of California system has a like ongoing strike. I don't know the state of it now. It kind of did that thing where no, neither side budged and now it's just kind of like fizzling. Um, what should people know about me? Um, you used to eat the little mini sausages at breakfast at college whole. Just suck. That was baby's word. Really. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty wild. Yeah, I was pretty good at that back when I ate sausage. Um, I mean, you backpack like a motherfucker. That's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Um, I've done some pretty cool backpacking trips. I met my fiancé in Seven Devils in Hell's Canyon yeah. on a solo backpacking trip. I mean, hey, it worked out, but you really broke every rule about staying with strange men you find in the forest. I know. I I was... <laughs> I, I think I was at such a low mental point that I was just like, let's give it a shot. Let's see, let's and see hey, where this goes. And that's how I met your mother. Uh, <laughs> um... Yeah, but after I met him, I was just like, man, I hope he has a girlfriend so I don't ruin my life again. <laughs> I mean, you haven't yet. No, I haven't yet. Yet. Uh, hopefully I'll get to meet him before you guys actually get hitched. Oh. And also see you for the first time. I've, I have not seen you longer than we were in college together. Can you, do you think? Uh, you'll have six days off. Yeah. At some point. You can come to Idaho. Fly to Idaho for three good days. Drive. I, I don't. My UC. You know what kind of car I drive. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> I just, honestly, that thing could probably limp its way over. That thing will never die. Uh, thank you. Well, yeah. Thanks. We should FaceTime more often. <laughs>